together tonight. Oh, there's the birthday girl, Leanne. Happy birthday to Leanne. Nice. Well, are you ready to party? Yeah, we're gonna party tonight. Are you ready? Do we, we got some space up here. Are we gonna fill this space up? I reckon Pastor Michael and Gillian can fill this space up down the front here. Yeah, they're ready to ready to go in the mosh pit. Who wants to who wants to fill up the space down here? Come on. Come on, yeah, come on out. Come on out, we're gonna party. You ready to party? Yeah, come on. Yes. <laughs> come on, fill the space. We're ready to go. I declare that this is a miracle zone this evening. Are you with me? Who wants a miracle zone here tonight? There's some miracles out there on the on the the uh, windows. Some miracles gonna take place. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are here by your presence. Thank you for meeting every single person in this building this evening. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We lift your name up. We're going to party for Him. Amen. Amen. Come on, let's do this. This thing breaking open. Breaking open every side of my mind. Your love is breathing out into my life. You take my burden and you make it light. You make it light. Bringing the sound that would break the night. I choose to follow you for all my life. I know that you're always by my side. You're by my side.
party and we're gonna keep praising God. Let's sing, this is how we party. Here we go. This is how we party. We define the party. This is how we party. Thank you. 
Because you are a son or a daughter of the Most High God. The Most High God. Isn't that awesome? We get to be royalty. Royalty. So just place that on your head right now. Picture yourself placing that throne upon your head. Throne? Crown. Don't put a throne on your head. (laughs) Put a crown on your head. That's better. Yes. Much better. How about you say hi to someone around about you as you take your seats? Mm-hmm. 
for the first time. It's lovely to have you with us this evening. Lovely to have you with us too, Sheridan. We would love you to introduce yourself to us. So there is a link either on the screen, might come up behind me on the screen, there it is, or on the seats in front of you. We'd love you to go to that site. How about you pull out your device right now? you're new here, we'd love you to pull out your device. You can go to that site. We'd love you to introduce yourself, just a couple of details, and then we would love to get in touch with you. We'd love to connect with you. So that'd be fantastic. Also, if you haven't already picked up one of our welcome packs, then we'd love you to pick up one on your way out tonight, the supper afterwards too. So stay for some supper with us. Be lovely and we'll get to know you a little bit. Enjoy the evening with us. Uh, celebrate our birthdays and our wedding anniversaries at Activate with sweets and the hosts are already there to run some sweets around to anyone who's had a birthday in the past week. I can see that there's a birthday girl here in the house tonight, Leanne Routon. Happy birthday to you today. Lovely to have you with Yeah, There she is. Yeah, you got the sweets. Is it your birthday too, Doug? Is it today? Oh, happy birthday. Wow, good day, eh? Great, great day for birthdays. Wow, happy birthday. Fantastic. Hope you've had a wonderful day. We're, we're, we're putting on supper for you. Yeah. And there's a few others. Last, last week, birthdays, wedding anniversaries. Have we got everyone? We declare blessing over Doug and over Leanne and over anybody else here that has had a birthday or wedding anniversary in the last week. We declare blessing over you. May his blessing be poured out, showered upon you and overflowing, I declare. Overflowing blessing upon you. His peace upon you, his provision upon you. Even I declare provision overflow, overflow of provision overflow upon you full stop in Jesus name Amen, yes a few other people are receiving that right now too (laughs) bless you guys it's wonderful well there's a few updates for you so turn your eyes to the screen welcome to Global Legacy Month, this month We are expecting that you're going to hear the call of God on your life. We're expecting that you're going to know what next steps you need to take to impact the world, to leave a legacy for generations to come. And we're expecting miracles to take place this month. So I encourage you, if you're not excited, put your seatbelts on and get excited because it's going to be a wild month. We are also celebrating our global legacy by sharing an international meal together next Sunday. So make sure you keep your eye out for an email invitation 
with the details. And if you don't receive our emails, make sure you go to this website or go to the info desk. Speaking of miracles, every month we host healing rooms. Anyone can receive prayer and healing from our trained team that are working faithfully in their spiritual gifts. Well, that's all the notices we have. Yeah, this month is going to be a powerful month. Global legacy. So I encourage you, keep your seatbelts on and let's be expectant for God to show up in our worlds. Amen. Awesome. How about you stand with us? We're going to continue worshipping. We have a new song uh, tonight. Um, that really fits in with this this next month. Um, we're, we're really focusing on miracles and praying and believing for miracles. So um, if you know it, sing along. If you don't, just really listen to the words and um, I pray to bless you. Yeah, let's sing together. This is a house of worship. This is a house of praise. Where every demon trembles Where we proclaim your name This is a house of healing This is a house of healing Our hearts are full of faith You have our full attention You have the final say You sing, come alive And come alive in the name of Jesus Come alive in the name of Jesus This is a house of miracles We bring everything to the feet of Jesus, everything in the name of Jesus. This is a house of miracles. There's resurrection power. There's resurrection power. Your blood runs through our veins Your kingdom triumphs over Even the coldest grave We sing, come alive in the name of Jesus Come alive in the name of Jesus This is Still believe your speed. 
God, I believe your work, all things for good. Your unending grace 
step into your loving embrace Knowing you will surely come to defend
Lord, we make the most of the opportunity tonight to step into your embrace. To step into your presence. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are here. That you're in this place. For disciples of Jesus, you reside in us. And are on us. I thank you for the huge privilege it is to walk in relationship with you as messengers, as ambassadors for the kingdom. Lord, tonight I bless every person in this place. I bless every person with your peace, with the wonderful sense of your presence, knowledge of your grace, your goodness. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God is good, eh? Fantastic. Hey, it's great to see you tonight. You take a seat. Go for it. You guys, can I get you to stay on stage for me? Because I'm going to um, um, use you. Thank you, Janelle. How many of you, sorry, just make this work. How many of you heard my message this morning? Quite a few, great, because my job is to set a platform for the rest of the month. So it's sort of going to be similar, but what I thought I'd do for a minute is, do you remember the story I told this morning about the orchestra? And so I told a story about, if you weren't here, about school orchestra. I joined when I was about 12, and um, and I played in the school orchestras right through school. I played the trumpet, and um, I enjoyed the school orchestra. I got in trouble in the school orchestra from time to time, but that was just because I got bored. But um, uh, but I had a good time there. But what I discovered very quickly was when you're a brass player in an orchestra, you spend a lot of time sitting, waiting. And I'd sit there and I'd wait. And I think the magic number was like 38. Are there any musicians in the house? You know what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. So, so oh, the ones behind me. So, so I'd sit there waiting forever. And often it felt it was like 38 bars. I can remember 38 bars all the time in front of me. And so I had to count my way through because otherwise I would just daydream and I would totally miss my part. And I reckon that's like a lot of Christians today, actually. We're daydreaming and we miss our part. But, but I'd count my way through. So if the song was in 4-4, four, four, in my head I'm going 1, 2, 3, 4, 2, 2, 3, 4. I'm counting up the bars. 35, 2, 3, 4, 36, 2, 3, and then I'm into it. Another 38 bars. 1, 2, 3. But the point of the story was, without my, the song wasn't complete. The music wasn't complete. The symphony's not complete without your part. You're not just filling seats, making up numbers. The symphony, God's symphony, is not complete without your part. And that doesn't matter if it's two notes every 38 bars or if it's like, you know, you're the drummer that's keeping the thing going the whole way through. It doesn't matter. It's about your part and playing your part really well. I used to to race motorcycles when I was a teenager. And, you know, most of the day you'd been sitting around getting ready. But when you got on the track, that was your moment to shine. You did your part, and hopefully you came home. But you did your part to the best of your ability, and then you carried on. But anyway, I thought I wanted to make the point with you guys. 
You're welcome. You want to give them a hand? And before you get too excited and think this is all about them, your part's coming, okay? What I, what I want, that second song that we sang, what was that one? Awake My Soul. How's the chorus go? Awake My Soul. Great. Okay. So, I want, sorry Luke, to do this to you, but you can deal with me later. So all I want is Luke. I don't want the guitar. You can just ting a note. I'll help you if you want, but you might be better without me. I want you to just sing that, the, the chorus part a little bit. And then when I point at each of you, I want you to join him and come in. Because the point I'm making in is, you can sing a song on your own. But it's a whole lot better when we all come together. Okay? So you've got a part in this. When I point at you, you've got to sing loud. Yes? Okay. Oh, that's like ridiculous. Give me a little bit more enthusiasm. See? I would rather fake enthusiasm than no enthusiasm. So thank you. Okay. You know what's happening? You got it up here? So you're going to get into it when I point at you, eh? No half-hearted stuff. Yeah, great. So like when I point at you, that's just like break into it, yeah. Fire out of the guitar and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Not quite. Thank you, Luke. Do we start? Yeah, yeah, you start. Right, turn the auto turn on. Thank you. Awake <laughs> <laughs> my soul and sing. It's beautiful, eh? Sing his praise Play the guitar with it now. Sing his praise aloud. It's got even better. Come on, Tyra. Awake my soul. Does the Bible say if one can put a thousand, is it? Two, ten thousand to fly. Sing his praise aloud. Yeah, go, Maria. Awake my soul. Beautiful. You ready, Ruby? Thank you. Sing his praise and again. Awake my soul and Ready? Sing his praise. Okay, where you go? Sing his praise. Okay, Liam, hit the guitar. Awake my soul and sing his praise. Beautiful, eh? You feel it growing because everyone's playing their part. Come on, Ella. Let's join us on the bass, please. Oh, wow. Ready, Josh? Ready? Let's start over here. This time, ready? Awake my 
well done. You can take a seat. Do you get the point? It's nice by yourself, but you can do something quite tremendous when you're all joined together. And every one of us has a part to play. Big, small, you know, the, the, playing the drums looks nothing like playing the keys, but they're both valuable parts. Now, if there was a trumpet on the stage doing his bop, bop, after 38 bars, that's cool. And without it, you'd miss it. See, you missed it tonight because it wasn't there. But it could have been. But then you may not have missed it. Yeah. Next time. So global legacy is all about us coming together and doing something great for the kingdom. At the end of the day, doing something great in the kingdom. See, God's got a plan. He's got a plan for your life. He's got a plan for my life. He's also got a plan for his church. And that's like us doing it together. All coming together in our strengths and our gifts and leaving something of a legacy. Now, this month, it's kind of a double banger. It's a global legacy month and it's also a month of miracles. Because they go hand in hand. Actually, they're the same thing. For us to achieve what God is asking us to do and what he's got before us as a church is going to take a miracle. It's the only way it's going to happen is with a miracle. And we thought, why don't we join the two together? Let's go for a corporate meal, uh, meal, corporate miracle and personal miracles this month. Because I reckon if you just stop and think about it for a minute, you will think of an area in your life or the life of somebody you know or a circumstance that you're involved in where a miracle is required. Just think about it for a minute. Where is that area in your world that you need God to move? That actually the only answer is God. Maybe it's health. Maybe it's housing. Maybe it's employment. Maybe it's in your business. Maybe it's in education. I don't know where it is. But there will be an area in your world where only God can make the difference. So this month, we've got miracle cards. And what we're going to do is, we want you to write five miracles on this card and then pray for them every single day. And every time we come together, we're going to pray as well for God, the God of miracles, to do a work. Why do I know God's a miracle? Because I know because the Bible says all the way through that God's a God of miracles. Our God is a miracle-working God. There's no debate about that. He is a miracle-working God. And if we invite him into our circumstance and we need miracles, I've got faith that we'll see miracles. My expectancy is that God will move this month amongst us, that there will be testimonies of miracles taking place. And they're going to take place in my world, in your world, in our world. And so I want to, as much as anything tonight, I want to stir your expectancy a little bit, that, you are, that, that you're expectant for a miracle. See, the problem with Kiwis is we, we, we just sit back like this and go, oh, yeah, whatever. Cool, God. Yeah, that's cool. And then we go, oh, nothing happens. Or something happens, and then, we, then we're praying and go, oh, but the miracle never happened. My first question is always, have you been using your faith muscle? What do you mean? Well, have you been exercising your faith muscle? No. So then when something happens, a calamity happens, we jump in there expecting a great miracle, we've never exercised our faith muscle. And we wonder why it doesn't happen. 
But God's given us like a faith muscle and that we can step into his zone, into his presence, into the realm of his spirit and develop our capacity to believe for and release miracles. And I believe we're going to see some of that this month. And I'm encouraging you to stir your faith. Oh, I haven't got any faith. Yes, you have. The Bible tells me that Jesus gave you faith. You know, the problem isn't that you haven't got enough faith. The problem is you've got unbelief. That's the issue. You've got faith. We've just got to eradicate unbelief. When Jesus said he'll do it, he'll do it. When he says he can do it, it's because he can do it. And so I wonder what you can believe for this month. I wonder what you can write on your card this month. And that God can move sovereignly in this month. I love this thought of global legacy. It's, it's amazing because global is local, national, and international. And the way we think about mission needs to change. We used to just sort of think overseas mission. But now we've got to think globally. Times have changed. Things happen differently. And we've got to think globally. So when we're talking about, we don't call it mission anymore, we call it global legacy because we want to leave a legacy, a global legacy. And a legacy is an amazing word. The word legacy uh, entered the English language at the late 1400th century. And when the word came into the English language, it actually meant the word ambassador. That's what it meant, ambassador. I thought that's amazing because it's not what it means today. So I looked back a little bit further and discovered that it came from the Latin. And in the Latin, it meant ambassador or envoy. Not only that, it came with the sense that they were sent on a commission or a mission. I love that thought. So legacy is actually an ambassador of Christ being sent on a mission on behalf of the king. That's an amazing thing. It's an amazing thought. When we think of legacy today, we're thinking of leaving something of value for someone. The um, dictionary says something transmitted by or received from an ancestor or a predecessor from the past. But when the word came into being, it was talking about you and I. Ambassadors of Christ, 2 Corinthians tells us. You're an ambassador of Christ. Your job is to appeal to people to come back to God, Scripture tells us. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, I think it is. Chapter 5. Chapter 5. Your job is to, is to appeal to people to come back to God. So I love this thought of global legacy. See, we've got lots of things planned in the future. God's shown us as a leadership uh, very clearly the direction we're to go. And we've been working in that direction for a number of years and, and nothing's changing. We just keep taking steps in that direction, believing that God will unfold everything he wants to unfold. I believe that he is asking us to leave a legacy, not only in the spirit, but in the natural for our city, not only for our city, but for our nation and the nations of the world. What's that look like? Well, locally here, we're going to um, develop this campus over the next few years that we're going to move into. That'll be fantastic, and it'll be a campus, and on that site will be faith, will be education, will be social justice, social services, will be medicine, and wraparound stuff, all on that site. And it's all about the wholeness of the community, the well-being of our community. And we're doing that with the whole intention of making everything scalable and relocatable. So God says to us, Sheridan, go and plant a church in South Africa. I say, we're Lord. And he says, Pretoria. 
I go, okay, and what's that need to look like? Well, it would be really good if you had medicine and stuff and education there. We can go pick up what we're doing and take it anywhere in the globe and do it. That's the dream. That's the dream. That's the, uh, now, we need a miracle to get there. But that's what global legacy is all about. It's about miracles. And this year, our catchphrase for global legacy is local activity equals global legacy. Or local activity activates global legacy. What are we saying? We're saying what you do here and now really, really matters. Because it's a seed, it's an investment. And seeds grow fruit or vegetables or trees or something. Investments produce a return. And so, in my mind, in my heart, global legacy is an investment. It's all about investing into what God's asking us to invest into so that the return is significant. Not only for the next generation, but for generations to come. You know, the Bible tells us in Proverbs that a wise man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. Not just children, we think children. Well, I was reading an article today that somebody sent me. People aren't even leaving inheritances for their children these days. But a wise man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. Well, in the spirit, what's that mean for us as a church? It means we've got to... Build a legacy that leaves an inheritance, a blessing for our children's children's children of the city, of the nation, of the nations of the world. That's a big task. We can't, we can't just do that by getting up in the morning and going, oh, that's a good idea. I think we need a miracle to do that. And I think as we pull together in unity, God can do something really, really significant through us as a church. To achieve that, I wonder what your part is to play in that. 38 bars. Bop, bop. It wasn't complete without my bop, bop. In fact, the conductor would get really annoyed if I didn't go bop, bop. Where were you? Were you asleep? Were you even part of it? You're sitting in the chairs, you're part of the orchestra. Come on, stay engaged. Play your part. Make this symphony something significant. I think prophetically that's what God's saying to the church in this hour, in this time. Come on, we're sitting in the seats. Not literally, but come on, we're sitting in the seats. We're part of the orchestra. Stay engaged. Stay on the front of your seat. Engaged and ready. So that when I say it's your turn, you're ready to go, bop, bop. And something really significant will happen. I'm internally like fizzing about this. Oh, God, you know, he's eternal. He's huge. And he goes, yeah, I'll use this group of people here. In this time, in this place, to get my bop up, because that's all our part is in the scale of eternity. It's nothing more. But the symphony's not complete without us. God's symphony's not complete without us. And I want you to consider how you are going to walk that out. You know, we're going to do a few things this month, like we've got the miracle cards. And I really pray. See, my, my, my point under my point, and I hope you're hearing it, is that we, we need every person involved. 
We need every person to be part of this. That's what makes a difference. And, and we're going to do a few things. Like, you know, we're going to believe for miracles. We're going to pray for miracles. We're going to stand in unity and believe together that God will do miracles. Later in the month, we're going to receive an offering for global mission or global legacy, which we do every year. Although we didn't do it last year, I don't think, did we? Because it didn't happen with, with uh, COVID things. But this year we are. And I'm believing for a great offering by faith because we need lots of money to do what God's going to do. If we have a little bit of money, it takes really long time. If you have lots of money, it takes shorter time. Simple math. We're right there. And, and so, so I'm believing for a miracle offering. Jan and I have prayed about it. We know what we believe God's saying to us, and we've got ourselves ready to go. And we're all in. We're all in. So, okay, Lord, that's what you're saying. That's what we'll do. And I want to encourage every one of us to be part of giving. Now, my natural side wants you to give really big offerings. That's my natural side. My, my spiritual, more well-behaved side just wants you to be involved. And the amount doesn't actually matter. What matters is that you're involved. The offering that Jan and I are going to give this year is significantly larger than offerings that we were able to give 10 years ago. We're in a different phase of life now. And we can expect that of ourselves. No one's making us. No one's saying you have to. No one's going to check up. We've just got before God and we felt the stretch and feel we can go where we're going, so we're going to do it. But it's different than what we did years ago because we're in a different place of life. My encouragement is be involved. Allow God to stretch you. Be obedient to what he says to you. But be wise. Don't put your grocery money in and then come and ask for grocery money. I'll go, why? I put it in the offering. Well, that was stupid. Hey, yeah, you can nod. I didn't call anyone stupid. I know that's bad. I just said that was stupid. You give with wisdom. You give with wisdom. That's really, really important. I think it's also really important that when we give, we're not trying to manipulate God or manipulate any people. Really, really important. So that we simply get before God. You see, the thing is, when we do a global legacy offering, we're encouraging people to give, and we're also encouraging people to faith promise. In other words, God, what do you want me to give into this? Okay, write that on the page. Put it in by faith. When God provides it, give it. But no one's ever going to check up on you. We're not policemen. This is actually between you and God at the end of the day. And God, believe it or not, doesn't need your money. But you need to give. Because giving's really, really good for you. It's how you develop a generous heart. The Bible says that if we're stingy, we'll lose everything we've got. But if we're generous, we'll become even more generous. That's how God develops generosity in us, is by causing us to, to give. It's so important. And so I'm really excited about that. And I do want to challenge you to get before God and pray and, and give. And, and we're believing for miracles. And um, the band can come back. I'm not going to repeat everything I said today. But I do want to give you one example here. Because I believe, and I've proved, that giving what we have unlocks miracles. Giving what we have unlocks God to do something special and significant. But I think sometimes where we fall into the trap is we go, well, God, I gave that, therefore you should do this. Well, that's not on the table. That's called manipulation. 
No, when you give, you give. I was always taught when you give, you give. You just let it go. If I give Jan $50, I give Jan $50, what she does with it, it's her business, not, not mine. You're welcome. I said if. It, it, once you give, you've just got to let go. I know some bitter people in the world of, of, of you know, and part of the reason they were so bitter was they gave, and it all looked very good, but they kept strings attached. And when it didn't happen and God didn't move like they thought that meant he would move, they got all bitter and twisted. When you give, you just give. You let it go. Lord, it's yours. You make happen what's going to happen. But I am convinced that giving and miracles are often linked. In 2 Kings chapter 4, from 1 to 7, we see Elisha with a poor widow. And one day the widow of a member of the group of prophets came to Elisha and cried out, My husband who served you is dead, and you know how he feared the Lord. But now a creditor has come threatening to take my two sons as slaves. What can I do to help you? Elisha asked. Tell me. What do you have in your house? Nothing at all. Except a flask of oil, she replied. And Elisha said, Borrow as many empty jars as you can from your friends and your neighbours, then go into the house, your house, with your sons and shut the doors behind you. Pour the olive oil from your flask into the jars, setting each one aside when it is filled. So she did as she was told. Her sons kept bringing jars to her and she filled them one after the other. Soon, every container was filled to the brim. Remember, she had one little flask of oil. Soon, every container, all the ones they borrowed off, all their friends, relatives and everywhere else, anything they could find. Hundreds probably of containers. Soon, every container was filled to the brim. Bring me another jar, she said to one of her sons. There aren't any more, he told her. And then the olive oil stopped flowing. When she told the man of God what had happened, he said to her, sell now, sell the olive oil and pay all of your debts. That's wisdom. And you and your sons can live on what is left over. I love the question. What do you have? Nothing at all, she said. Nothing at all. Oh, except, except. Now, I reckon there's a miracle in your except. What do you have, Sheridan? Nothing, Lord. I'm cleaned out. Oh, except. I've got a chook. I haven't even got that anymore. I've got a sheep. Great, give me the sheep. And he gives a flock back. I don't know how that works. But that's God's economy. That's pretty cool. There is a miracle in your accept. Your accept is quite possibly a doorway to a miracle. And as I said, we've got to be so careful that we don't manipulate God or we don't manipulate people. But faith says there's a miracle in my accept. Faith says that when God says to me, Sheridan, do this, on the other side of my obedience, there is blessing. On the other side of my obedience, there is a miracle. I wonder how many of us in this place tonight have been praying for a miracle. And God's going, well, if you don't do what I ask you to do, there's a miracle on the other side of that. 
Oh yeah, but no, Lord, I can't do that. I just want the miracle. No, 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 God say, no, you move first. I've told you what to do. You move and I'll do. Oh no, Lord, you make the first. He's going to win. Just make the move. Make the move. When you hear God clearly, make the move. I advise, I talked to our staff team and leadership team about this last week in a bit more depth. But I advised everyone in Global Mission, look, be wise in your giving. Be wise. Don't, don't sow your seed. Don't give away your seed, sorry. Sow your seed. And out of the harvest of your seed, make a gift. I think that's wisdom. That's biblical wisdom. But if God speaks to you clearly, whatever it looks like, just do that. Because it's on the other side of obedience that there is blessing, that there's a miracle. Make sure you're obedient to what God says. And remember that it's Him that does the miracle, not you, not me. It's Him. Do you want to grab this card off your chair? Hopefully you've got one on your chair. There's room on it. I don't want you to write on them now. You can do that later. Uh, But I want you to look at the back. One, two, three, four, five. Look at number one and just ask God to drop something into your spirit that can go in slot number one. What's a miracle that you need? Where do you need to see God move? Where are you aware that God needs to move? Could be in someone around you's life or vicinity. But ask God to bring one thing to mind right now. When you've got one thing in mind, can you stand right where you are? And we're going to pray into that right now, together, all of us. Father, you see every thought, you see every heart. You know. But Jesus, we stand in front of you and we present the need tonight together. A unified voice saying, Father, we need a move of God. Holy Spirit, we need you to change the circumstances. We need a release of heaven's power. We need a miracle. We need a miracle. And so, Lord, we're asking for miracles into every person's request. In Jesus' name, I release miracles in the name of Jesus. And by faith, we take hold of that. We say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Lord, I'm asking for a breakout of miracles on my left, on my right, in front of me. In all sorts of circumstances, let the testimony of our lips be God did it. God moved. God encountered. Jesus made himself known. The Holy Spirit changed the circumstances, whatever it is. Lord, that you would receive all glory and all honour. That all praise would be yours. And that we would do it together. 
Oh Lord, it would be a sweet, amazing sounding symphony because we're all playing our part. So I thank you for the incredible opportunity that lies in front of us this month. And again, I ask that you would stir every one of our hearts so that we are all eager to be part of what you're doing on the front of our seats. For your glory, in Jesus' name, amen. You know the greatest investment ever made in the kingdom was Jesus. Actually, the Father made the investment first. He sent Jesus. Jesus came. He went to the cross. He died on the cross. Three days later, the Father rose from the grave, victorious over death. In the process, Jesus forgave all of our sins. He conquered death. He conquered sin. He made it so the relationship that was broken between God and people could be restored. It was only the cross that has us standing here today. And I want to ask two questions as I finish because, see, I absolutely believe that where there is a seed sown, there is a harvest to come. Where there is an investment made, there is a return to come. Jesus made the greatest investment by going to the cross. And the return he was expecting was that you and I would be in relationship with him. What an incredible thing that is. And so I want to ask two questions tonight as I finish. The first is, have you invited Jesus into your world, into your life? Have you made him Lord of your life? Have you said, Jesus, I accept the gift of your salvation when you died on the cross to repair the relationship and said, come follow me. I accept that invitation and I say, thank you. And I turn from my old ways and I walk with you now, Lord, into all eternity. Have you said yes to receiving Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? The second question is if you're here and you you just know that there's something not right between you and God. Now's the moment for that to change. And that'll change when again we just stand before Him and we go, I thank you, Jesus, for who you are. I make you my Lord. I freshly commit my life to you and anything that I've done to offend or, or to really muck things up between us, I ask your forgiveness. And today I take hold of you again and I walk with you in this life and all eternity. Can I ask you to bow your heads for a moment? Just give the people on your left and right some privacy. If you're saying yes tonight to the first question, I want to invite Jesus into my world for the first time today. In just a moment, I'm going to ask you to give me a wave. There's nothing in your wave. I just want to say, fantastic. Pray for you. And secondly, if you know things, something's not right between you and God and today, you're saying, man, I want that put right. Jesus, I want, I just want to be close with you. And you're saying yes to him again. I'd like you to give me a wave as well. I've seen two people give me a wave so far. Three people. Who else needs to say yes to Jesus tonight? I've seen four people give me a wave. It's going to wait a couple of minutes. But come on, if you know this is you, this is the greatest decision you can ever make.
five people give me a wave so far. This is the return on the investment Jesus made. People getting right with him. People walking with him. People loving him. Just a couple more seconds. Wonderful. I saw at least five people give me a wave. Church, can we please give them a big hand? That's wonderful. Fantastic. It's wonderful. Great. Why don't we all pray together tonight? How about follow me? How's that? Lord, I give you my life tonight. I've made mistakes. And I ask you to forgive them all. I thank you for your forgiveness. Tonight, I declare you are my Lord and Saviour. That you died for me. Rose from the grave. And I accept your gift of salvation. Thank you. Amen. Amen. How about giving these guys a big hand again? Fantastic. How about you give Sheridan a hand? That was great. Global legacy. I love it. Yeah, when you were talking about what Jesus has done, you know, really, we are walking in his footsteps, aren't we? He's set an incredible global, global legacy, and we get to follow in his footsteps. How cool is that? Awesome. Yeah, I'm excited. Plus, do you know what? Miracle Month. Miracle Month. You've got your cards. I've got my card here in my hand. Your card here. Miracle Month. A, a young lady came up to me. I don't know if she's here tonight, but anyway, she came up to me after the gathering this morning and said that she received a miracle on Tuesday. I just looked at what date it was on Tuesday. It was the first, first of the month. Wow. She received a miraculous, a miracle. Um, it was a, she had a severe, now I'm looking at Chloe now. She had a severe food allergy. Severe, was it food allergy that you got healed from? Well, yeah, I thought of you as well. Anyway, um, so no, it wasn't Chloe, but this young lady came up. She had a severe um, nuts. It was nuts um, that she could not eat nuts at all. She was quite hesitant to um, to check, you know, check. Yeah, I mean, she had to, you know, do the jab. And I don't know, Gillian will know that. And it was a pretty scary thing for her to actually um, test it. Um, and so she asked for God for peace around that. She tested it, and she said, "Whoa." No tingling taking place. No immediate swelling taking place. She said she's never experienced the joy of eating the, the, even the taste of nuts. She said, they taste really good. <laughs> How cool is that? First miracle. Yeah, come on. Wonderful. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Fantastic. So let your faith rise because you're Chloe. Chloe also received a, mir a miracle around food allergy as well recently. Hey, 
I even wonder, I don't know, would you like to pray for people with food allergies tonight? If you've got a food allergy here tonight, we're going to be down the front at the end. I'll be here with Chloe if you want to want to um, have some friends pray with you as well. Come out, come on down. I'll point you out to Chloe and we're going to pray for you and release that that miracle over, over your life. Amen. Wonderful. Plus, your cards, if you want to, there are some chalk pens out in the foyer that you can write on the window if there's some room. I saw lots of people are writing miracles you believe in for over this month, so you can write them on the window if you'd like to get creative with that. But we're releasing miracles. We are praying. We're going to pray with you. Pray with me too, please, around miracles this month. Isn't that great? Fantastic. We're going to sing to, to finish, uh, but before we do that, I want to say thank you for tith- for our tithes and our offerings. We also give, we're purposed in our giving with tithes and offerings. So I declare blessing over you, uh, our givers, over our tithes. I declare blessing in Jesus' mighty name. Plus, we're going to go and enjoy some supper. So that's going to be great. But before we do that, we're going to... Give, give him glory. We're going to praise. We're going to, we're going to praise party. And then come on up. If you'd like anyone to stand with you in prayer for what anything whatsoever, enjoy the rest of the month. We've got a whole lot of uh, things lined up for the rest of the month, Global Legacy. So look forward to that. Thanks, team.
Have a good rest of your Sunday. Enjoy Snake and Jet. Have a great long weekend. Woo! Thank you.